What's up, Bisons? How are we doing this week? You know what? We're doing pretty, pretty good. Um, you know what? Uh, here's the good news. Um, uh, only certain people in this podcast will hate this, but uh, we aren't fucked as a prime minister. In my That's personal, true. in our Woo! personal opinions. Sorry, Adam. Um, sorry, Adam. Yeah. Um, but um, I said as long as we won that, that uh, I would be okay with everything else going poorly. The Eagles lost. I lost my fantasy matchup. Noah Fant got started in my lineup in your league, which if you listen to the podcast last week, we shit on Noah Fant for five Someone minutes. I say that Austin's playoffs hopes in that league are Fant. Oh, that is. You know what I have to say to that? That was terrible. But no, uh, it was a terrible week for fantasy football. I think it was just a weird week in general watching the games. I think we all agreed with that. Some of the lowest scores we've seen all season. But you know what? It's a new week. Uh, we there might there might be some drama coming to our uh, to our league right away. Some uh, good tense interdivisional rivalries. I'm talking to you, Habib. If uh, <laughs> if uh, that trade doesn't go through, I think you might kill me. Um, I hope you know that uh, we are friends, whether or not fantasy football happens. But I will screw you in my division if I can at any given point. I still like the trade. If I do offer it back to you, please accept it. But uh, screwing you in fantasy football is a good thing. So. Uh, we're going to get started here. Uh, our first segment here. We got some new music drops. Hope you guys enjoy them. I have several questions. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start up here with our quick question of the day. And Jacob, our quick question is, what are draft picks worth in Dynasty? Well, um, I mean, draft picks are in the eye of the beholder. And obviously, um, I'm currently beholding a lot of them. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's relevant. It's relative to what you want to do this year. But in my opinion, it's about playing the percentages. To me, I do not see the point of trying to win a championship, kind of, sort of, with a 5% shot of winning the championship and then having just your standard one pick each year. I don't think that's a productive way to play fantasy football, especially in dynasty format. So, in my opinion, there's, there's only two ways to go about it. You either push in all of your chips and all of your picks, and you try to win in the short term of this year and next year, or... If you don't think that you have the bet one of the best couple of opportunities, probably I would say if you don't think you have one of the best chance to be one of the best two teams in the league, then I just don't see a point in doing that. Um, and I think draft picks be worth a lot. I think when we just see draft pick, we think of it as vague. But right now, if you were to offer DK Metcalf or Josh Jacobs or Terry McLaurin, Marquise Brown, all those guys have a ton of value, and those guys would be people that for the most part would be early or maybe even mid first round draft picks in last year's dynasty uh, draft. And this year's NFL draft is so, 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 so much better than last year's. Um, if you look at recent mock drafts, they're averaging between 10 to 11 quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers going in the first round of the real NFL draft. Last year, I believe that there were oh, two. Yeah, it was, it was oh, super defensive. Three, and one of them is Nikhil Harry, who went with the very last pick of the first round. So, if, if you're looking at it like that, Miles Sanders, who went near the beginning of the second round and was the consensus number two, number three pick in Dynasty drafts, Dynasty startups this year, that would be the kind of guy that you could get with like the 11th, 12th, or, or even the beginning of the first or second round pick this year. So, to me, if, if you're, I think you can look at it more like guys from the draft, you know, a couple of years ago, the Saquon Barkley draft. Um, and to me, if, if you have a guy like, um, probably a good example would be like a Julio Jones, the guy that I traded, or on the, even on the more of an extreme, a Julian Edelman, um, you know, or even on a lower end spectrum, guys like Greg Olson, um, anyone who you think their value is higher right now than it's ever going to be for the rest of their career, um, and you don't think that you're a championship contender then why not trade them for younger guys and picks? I, I don't think that that's a bad idea. Um, and and obviously, we'll get into more of the specifics of the trades. What are your thoughts? You know, here's the thing. Um, I think that every time you look at um, a pick, you don't know what it is, and it's really hard to quantify it. And I think that's what a lot of people are struggling with. You look at like somebody like Tom. I don't think Tom has a pick for the next two years. Um, and that's going to be really tough because that's about the only way to really get new talent. And I mean, there's occasionally guys... Uh, and we'll bring them up for waiver segments later that make it onto your team through the through the waiver system. But for the most part, I mean, we have a shallower league compared to 30-man dynasties that exist. But overall, it's just, it's hard to value that. And I think that's what people are struggling with. But 
for myself, I don't want to hype it up too much because I don't want you guys to think too positively about it. But 2020 class has me stoked. I will tell you right now, I will take whatever it takes to get Judge Judy himself um, on my team. But you um, won't, though. I mean, I'm going to try. I'm offering him to you, and you yeah. won't take him. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I think there's just a lot of really good talents. And especially with this being a super flex dynasty, how many quarterbacks do you think are going in the first round next year off the top of your head? Like, two is for sure. Well, I, I, I would, I'm going to guess four or five. Yeah. Uh, two, 100%. Justin Herbert, 100%. Um, Joe, Joe Burrow, 100%. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think probably Jordan Love out of Utah State and probably Jake Fromm. I think five. Yeah. And you know what? I think that isn't us overestimating it. There's a lot of teams right now. Uh, you'll see that people are getting younger and younger um, as uh, as teams are trying to get better quarterbacks in there. But overall, um, yeah, I think especially with it being a super flex league that draft picks are going to be important because you don't like – you were super excited to pick up James Winston in redraft. Yeah. Would you want him in Dynasty? Or would it, it would leave you a lot more pause because is he the quarterback next year? Or does Bruce Arians exactly. get a new one? Yeah, I mean, right? It, if, if you look at a guy, I mean, even look at the last few years of Dynasty quarterbacks, right? I mean, look at how good you'd feel with Kyler Murray right now, okay? What would you trade Kyler Murray for? Probably if someone's going to pry away, well, Austin, you have Kyler Murray, yeah. right? You probably wouldn't trade him. Even if I offered you two first-round picks, but yeah, if if you look at the close, but uh, well, if that's close, then I'm, yeah, I consider them offered. Uh, but I mean, if you look at it, next year you're gonna have probably three quarterbacks at least that are gonna be as good prospects as Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. even Sam Darnold. What would you trade him for? A guy who's a little bit less, right? I mean, Tua Tagovailoa is going to be a stud. I think Justin Herbert's a stud, and I think Joe Burrow's a stud. If you get any of those three people, those are that's that's your super flex quarterback for 15 years. Yep, yep. And even looking at some of the guys like Dondre Swift, Georgia running back, Woo! he has been bad. up like in crazy. every single mock you see. He's either the 101, the 102. Um, so there's a lot of positive things here. Um, you know my guy, you know my guy, Chuba. Chuba Hubbard, the Canadian. I'm going to pick him if he's there. If I can get a hand on Chuba Hubbard, I'm going to feel good. So I'm not going to let you cheat on this. Now, my last bit of this, I'm going to give you a who would you rather have. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather have a 2020 first round pick? What? Well, what kind of first you round You know what? Pick? We'll go with uh, like a fifth overall. Fifth we'll overall. Kind of like okay. middle of the road. Would you rather have a 2020 first round pick or Tyler Boyd? Oh, I'd way rather have the pick. You'd rather have the pick than Tyler Boyd? I mean, if you look at the pick, I'm going to guess that 2020 first round pick. So if I was doing my 2020 dynasty rankings right now, I'd go 2 a 1. Um, I would probably go Swift 2. And this is in Superflex. Yep. Go Swift 2. I'd go Judy 3. I would go Lamb 4. So that leaves me with probably Jonathan Taylor. I would way rather have Jonathan Taylor, who's going to be an instant RB2 when he comes into the league at worst than Tyler Boyd, who's Travis a wide receiver three right now. Big fan of Travis Etienne? Yeah, I like Etienne yeah. too. Yeah, I like okay. Taylor more though. So uh, what about, uh, same same thing, 2025th overall. Where, where did you land on that? Um, You know, I think, I'd, I think I'd be close. I think Tyler Boyd being young, that's the big thing there. He has so much of a ceiling. AJ Green is not going to, I don't think AJ Green stays on the Bengals past the season. You're looking at the one with, Tua could end up there, uh, Hebert could end up there. I think that, he gets a young quarterback, and that's a pairing for the next, again, 10 years. Wide receivers have so much value here. So um, there's one in my mind, especially being young. Uh, I feel like I know the answer to this, but um, with tight ends being at such a premium, would you rather have that fifth overall pick or Zach Ertz? Oh, the fifth. Zach Ertz sucks. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I, like, I, I actually have this fight me. Zach Ertz is not a top five tight end. Ever again I'll fight in you fantasy right now. football. I'll fight you right now. No, that's my boy. No, that's here, my boy. Here, here's the here's the tight ends I'd rather have in Dynasty than Zach Ertz right now. I'm so sick of the Zach Ertz shit. I'd rather have George Kittle. I'd rather have Travis Kelsey. I'd rather have Hunter Henry. I'd rather have Darren Waller. I'd rather have Mark Andrews. I'd rather have Evan Ingram. I would rather have um Austin Hooper. Um, oh, gross. I would oh, I rather have. Uh, you could honestly make a case about our TJ freaking Hawkinson. Like Zach Ertz is death to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, since you like to type them up all the time, I'm going to go with two more. But who would you rather have? The 2020 pick or Aaron Rodgers? Oh, the pick. The pick? Yeah. You're still going pick. Well, I mean, if, if that pick I can get Justin Herbert. I'd rather have Justin Herbert than Aaron Rodgers. I thought you loved Aaron Rodgers. I thought he was the greatest. I thought he was top 10 dynasty quarterback. He is. No, he's not. Last week was a fluke. I'd just like to put that out there. Um, okay, so I'll give you one last one here. 
I'll give you a real tough one. But it depends. I'm trying to win now. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Um, but straight value. Who would you rather have? Cooper Cup. Or I'm going to move it up on the fourth overall pick. A Cup. Cup? I'd rather have Cup than the first overall pick. Really? Well, I mean, the thing here's that here's what I think, right? This is what you have to look at. This, I don't want to go too far with the pick love. What what are the odds that the first overall pick ever becomes Cooper Cup as valuable as Cooper Cup? I don't think it's fifty percent. Do you think Cooper Cup has that value for the long term? Think yeah. he's their number one next year? Yeah. I mean, what about Cooks? Oh, then then I would go the, the wait. It's the fourth overall pick. Yeah. That's like real close. That's probably lean Cooks. But that, that would be the type of line. Okay. But I'm a big Cooks fan. Tyler Lockett? Lockett. And Kenny Galladay? Galladay, for sure. Galladay? That one's not close. Yeah. Galladay, Lockett, and Cooks. You'd rather take the three established guys. All right. Yeah, but not 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 the Boyds of the world. And because it came up, DJ Moore? Yeah, DJ Moore, no. I would no. rather have the pick. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, that was our quick question here of uh, what are draft picks worth in Dynasty? So, uh yeah, I uh, hope you guys kind of get an idea of how we value them, and hopefully you guys get an idea of how you want to value them. I know myself personally, if you want to start sending me 2020 picks, I'm not going to complain. Um, if yes, I lose this week, I'm going to rebuild. I'm gonna be... I've offered you three 2020 first-round picks, and you said no. One of them could be Michael Thomas, and guess what? I have Michael Thomas, so I don't think uh, he's going to be going anywhere. So You don't need one of them to be. You could have three of them. You could have three Michael Tomai. <laughs> Is that the plural of Thomas? Is Tomai? Yeah. What what okay. Tom sorry Tom could you can okay, confirm actually, the plural let's just, do, let's... one sec could you Thomas could you confirm in the chat that the plural of your name is Tom I <laughs> we just need to know for future reference if we should be calling you Tom I I want to do a more fun would you rather before we move off of okay. this okay would you rather have Chris Carson or the number two 2020 pick I I would rather have the number two 2020 pick if I was rebuilding. You are rebuilding. I don't know. If I beat Adam, I don't know if I'm rebuilding. Okay, I'm having this on the podcast right now. This is this is the world's easiest water bet. Okay? <laughs> are you taking me if, in? At, if, if, ta- if Austin frickin' Coombs, his team, of his gang of thieves, beats Adam this week, not only does he get to throw water in my face, he gets to fill up 250 milliliters of honey. Oh! Throw that into my face. And I am not allowed to shower for 60 minutes. Okay. And, I, this, and is, this is the odds. I, I only get water, right? Uh, no. <laughs> no. You oh, said I'm you're not... going to beat him. Uh, if you're playing those odds, then, then you shouldn't be turning around the second overall pick for Chris frickin' Carson. Um, okay. Honey. It's a honey bet. And Oh, I'm not taking a honey bet. I'm way furrier than you are. No, no, I no. Will, I can't. No, you get a choice. You get a choice. Okay? Between three options. If you lose this week... You can get the honey. Yep. Same terms. 60, yep. se- uh, 60 minutes minimum before you're allowed to shower. Yep. Okay. Or you can take coffee yeah. with five minutes to cool down from a Tassimo before putting splash into your face. Oh, that's going to burn my face. Yep. That's legitimate pain. Yep. <laughs> or um, we can... I'm so far out on both of those, by the way. Or we can provide... Masking tape stuck nope. to nope. your sideburns nope. for nope. five minutes before being yanked, or you can just Except take the Carson for the 2020 second overall pick. Do you know what? If I second overall if pick, I, right now. if I lose, I will potentially take that. Trade. No, not if you lose. I'm gonna beat Adam. You just said that's the deal. I'm not taking honey on me. I'm way too furry, and as much as Sid would like to see me wax, it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna do this for the pod listeners. You're nope. not gonna make a honey bet. No. No, I'll take the odds. I'll pour honey on you if I beat Adam. I'll take odds of two to one. You, hey, you think he's so much better than me? Two to one. What's yeah. half of honey then? Uh, half a honey. Uh, you guys, let us know in the comments. I, I will What's take. I will honey? take a bet. I'm not taking anything that sticky. Um, I will potentially take vinegar as long as it's not near my eyes. But uh, I will also. I would say I'd let you pour a beer on me, but that's not quite worth wasting. How about a tenth overall pick for Sammy Watkins? Um. Like a first rounder for Sammy? Tenth overall pick we'll for Sammy Watkins. We'll talk about okay. that. At Habib. We'll talk about that. He's got a he's got a pick. I like some picks. Anyways, so moving on. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? So we're gonna look ahead. It's going into week eight here in our league. Uh things are starting to get serious. 
Uh, and Jacob and I have decided at the halfway mark here, we're going to start making some playoff predictions. Okay. Some playoff predictions. So let's start. How it works, just as a reminder, guys, um, the top, the division winner in each of our four divisions is going to get to um, get an immediate spot in the playoffs. Guess and the next the two best records based on points, or based on record, and then follow up by points four, we'll get the next two other spots. The top two records overall get a bye. Um, and you have to obviously win your division to get the buy. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a basic idea. For the other six people, you're still playing. There will be a toilet bowl. And how that one works is the worst two people actually get a buy to the semifinal. And every week you lose, you have to play another round. Whoever loses in week 16 is going to finish in last place and you'll have a punishment. The punishment hasn't been completely determined, but it will at least involve wearing a clown suit on the corner of a busy intersection of our choice as a league, <laughs> holding a sign that says, I suck at fantasy football, honk to shame me. <laughs> so that will be at minimum. We will talk more. There won't be anything serious about it. Um, but there's a few other ideas I have. But for sure, you will have to wear a clown suit in Winnipeg on a corner with a sign. Facts. So with that being said, I think let's start with the division winner of the U of M presidents. I think this goes without saying. It's going to be Adam. Adam's going yeah. seven and zero right now. He gets he's been by a train. Yeah, <laughs> unless his team does. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's seven and zero right now. He's got a three game lead on you. Um, I don't think you're. I don't think you're touching him. I don't think Coco's touching him either. Nope. So nope, Adam. over. And I think he's got a bye in the first round as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> there's there's no team that's five and two. He has a three game no. lead on second place. And so here's the deal: is after that, is it gets messy. So. Let's go to the Big Rips division, yeah. um, which is, of course, uh, Marty, Sid and Chris, as well as Trevor. Trevor's 0-7. He's out. Yeah, but Marty and Sid are both 4-3. and three. Trev, take some first for T.Y. Hilton, fuck. Yeah. He's old. Um, Marty and Sid are both 4-3. and three. Sid is 2-0 in that division. Uh, Marty has a 1-1 record. By the way, division record will be your tiebreaker for division champs. Um, you told me you have Marty winning that division. Now, I have not done a full schedule analysis. Um, that being said... Um, have you looked at Martino's team? He's got Patrick Mahomes out likely. In, well, I mean, he's at practice right now. Yeah, he's going to miss two but, weeks. Yeah, but he's got Patrick Mahomes out right now. Um, Debo Samuel is maybe injured, is what we've heard. He's got Noah Fant, which, LOL, I don't want to get into that again. Um, he's got some de decent pieces, but he doesn't have another quarterback if Patrick Mahomes is missing two weeks. He's got Marcus Mariota is his third quarterback. Well, and he's going to lose this week. Uh, because he has Cooper, who's the best receiver in the NFL, on bye. And um, Patrick Mahomes is is on an injury-enforced bye. So that's a loss. Um, but the thing is, I, I'm i not – I think going forward, if he can just win one of these next two weeks with Mahomes out, and he should be able to beat Brad in week nine, not because I hate Brad on this podcast, but <laughs> because Teddy Bridgewater, Auden Tate, and Julio Jones are all on bye for Brad in Week 9, which isn't ideal. Um, I think that he can win one of these next two weeks, um, and that would put him at 5-4. and four. I don't think, unless Sid goes 2-0, and oh, that still has him in the driver's seat going home, and then I think once Mahomes is back, I like his team. Yeah, well, I personally think Sid's going to win that division. Uh, I think her team's a little bit deeper. Um, she's been dealing with Saquon Barkley injuries is kind of a bit of one of her things. But even still, uh, she has Calvin Ridley and Mo Sanu. Sanu so just got moved, as we know, to the Patriots. That That's, is a big help for her. Yeah, so Ridley's Massive. going to open up more targets for him, and that means Sanu's going to be a good option on the Patriots. You have him as the wide receiver, too, there. Well, not, only does, right not only does she have Ridley, but she has Sanu. Yeah, that's my point. That's the, they, world, that's the perfect yeah. trade. For so Terry McLaurin's yeah. looking nice. Um, she's got some question marks at tight end. Yeah, I'm changing my mind. I forgot about the whole Ridley Sanu thing. I, I'm going to pick Sid because of that. I think Ridley goes from a wide receiver three to a wide receiver, borderline wide receiver one. Um, and Sanu is an every week wide receiver too. Yeah, and Goff and Watson are her quarterbacks against That's injured awesome. Patrick Mahomes okay. and Daniel Jones. Okay, yeah, I'm picking Sid. Yeah, okay, picking Sid. So, and Patrick Mahomes has a bye still. Yeah, we have to factor into that. So, yeah, That's we're going to take Sid to win that division there. I think we both agree on that one. Uh, yeah. Let's move to the Stone Cold pitches. Uh, that is made up of Tom, uh, Tom, Brad, and Tom. Andrew Jameson. I think we're both going to agree on Tom, Tom there. Um, you know what, Brad's team. Again, we don't hate Brad on this podcast, but only three teams haven't cracked a thousand points yet this season, and Brad is one of them. The other one is the tank, the legitimate tank that almost beat you, and Coco's IR team. So 
that one right there, I don't see Brad performing. And Jameson, as good as his team's been, uh, and it actually hasn't been bad. He's two and five. I think he's got too far to climb out of. Um, yeah, he's not going to make up two games on Tom, no. who has, I think, quite possibly the best. He would be the only one that I would challenge Adam for best roster in the league right now after mm-hmm. all the trades. Um, yeah, and so then that leaves the last one, which is the coaching quad division of Habib, myself, and Kieran. Um, you know what? I would have been so prepared to say Kieran, but carry on out for the season is, is yeah, death for that's... him. So I'm I'm saying it's it's Habib. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. Habib losing to Coco last week opened my eyes that I still have a chance to win that division. If I would have, if it wasn't raining in Washington, I would have beat Tom. I'd have the division lead right now. Actually, I wouldn't. I'd be down in the points four, but I'd beat Habib. I believe we're all one in one in division. So our divisional record's what's going to come back to it. I think that if I can beat Habib when we play again, I win that division. Jacob is strongly against me even making playoffs, but I still think I'm contending this year. And that's what my issue with all my trades. Again, shout out Habib about our trade and how you hate me See, right now. The thing is, it's not about whether you make the playoffs or not. Who cares? If you're the sixth seed and you get bounced in the first round by Tom, congrats. Yeah. Why does that matter? Well, I'm going to beat Tom. I'm going to beat Tom in the oh playoffs. I've only ever... Oh um, you know, no. Okay, Habib has. Who are your your starting running backs? Are David Montgomery, who had and, two carries last oh God, week, and Chris Carson. And Chris Carson is fine. He has Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette, DeAndre Hopkins, Juju Smith-Schuster, Devontae Adams, DJ Moore. No. Does he no. have Deshaun Hamilton though? Okay. Deshaun Hamilton's <laughs> going to be a stud. Sammy Watkins coming off injury if I don't trade him. It's going to be Habib, and I think Habib's the team that gets the other bye. Or think... actually, no, I think, sorry, I think Tom's the team that gets the other bye. Habib really? would be my three seed, so it would be the four seed. You know what? I actually think um... oh, that's tough. Uh, I'd have to look at their schedules, but I think I think Tom gets the bye because he has the easier division. Yeah, I can see Tom going two and zero in his last division games there, and I see Habib probably like our division's tight. Even with Kieran losing, carry on here. Our division, I still think, is the most competitive one. I mean, Tom seems them. fucking insane. I know he lost Josh Gordon, but like mm-hmm. just at running back, every week he gets to roll out Sony Michelle, who's only who did who what last Sonny week. Michelle's his fourth running back. He gets to roll out Kamara, Bell, True. Ingram, Michelle, Cup, Beckham, Chark, Kelsey. With Matt Ryan and Lamar Jackson as his quarterbacks. But Matt Ryan's injured, and that offense sucks. Matt Ryan's playing this week. And Matt Ryan might... The offense sucks, but they put up garbage time. Okay, so we've now discussed the four division winners. Okay. We have two wildcard spots there. Obviously, you're taking yourself as one, and I think we agree with that, is that your team, as much as it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be rebuilding and you have all these picks, it still think it's one of the better teams. I mean, I think my team has good depth. I'm hoping to try and make a couple of retools um, so that I can get in there. But I do think I can make it to the playoffs this year. Um, you have the draft capital to buy in from I, some people. I too. hope so. Um, that is the plan. So I'm going to pick myself as the five seed here. And I will pick Marty as the six seed. And this is where... Marty also has not spent one fab dollar yet. I don't know if Matt Marty knows how to spend a fab dollar. <laughs> Even Trevor, who's 0-7... Has spent a fab dollar. Marty, I'm going to see you in about an hour here, and I'm going to tell you to spend some fab dollars because uh, you should probably buy some things. Because last time you picked up a different defense or you dropped a player that we had dropped because we told you this. So, okay, I have myself and Marty. I assume you're going to try and make the case for yourself here. Make it. Yeah, I think that at the end of the day, I looked at my schedule and I wrote it out. I play Brad. Loss. I, you really think – we just talked about how Brad seems not that good. You just said you that, Marty, that. And Sid, Marty and Sid both were going to – beat brad is what we just said you said marty was going to beat brad no, I, I said marty's going to beat brad the week that he has julio jones on by and since projected to beat brad right now and i think that will happen we'll talk about we'll that get that matchups. to the game picks but no i have to play brad i have to play andrew jameson maybe a win but he i have to beat upgrades. kieran at the end of the season that's with kieran team. strikes me as a team that that should consider building for the future because yep. he has a lot of great young talent and carry on johnson on ir so yep. maybe that's a win and i have adam this week Lost. Uh, see, Adam's the one that if I can get this win against Adam, I think I'm in the playoffs. If I lose this okay, week against sure. Adam, it's in tough spot. Because then my other game is against Habib, which I think is for the division. Like, sure. So I think if you beat Adam. I think sure. legitimately four and one is on the table. You, you that would put me. There's, wait, there's sorry, I'm missing a game. Left, right? I'm missing a game then. Who do I have to play still? Um, I think you're. Are you missing a game against? Uh, uh you're missing a game against me. Oh, I'm missing a game the against the entire you. world on by. I do. 
Yeah. Yeah. I have the entire world against. Sorry. There, I think four. Zero chance he beat me. Week I think 11. four and Listen two. Listen to your roster. We love it. Chris Carson. Bye. Evan Ingram. Bye. DK Metcalf. Bye. Adam Humphreys. Bye. Brian Tannehill. Bye. Yeah. I still think uh, four and two is in the cards, and I think four and two might be enough. That puts me at seven and six on the season. I think that might be enough to sneak in there. I, I mean, I agree that seven six is enough. I just I think it's two and four. Yeah. Uh, I think that you beat um, Kieran at the end of the season, especially if he ends up making a couple trades. Um, I think that you lose to AB, you lose to Adam, you lose to me, not because I don't think my team is all that much better, but you have buy issues. Um, I think you can win one of the games against Brad and Andrew. That gives you a 5-8. and eight. Sorry, right. dude. I'm picking right. Marty for that right. card spot. Well, let us know in the comments who you agree with, who you disagree with. Do you know who I think is also sneaky in there that we didn't talk about? Um, that worries Coco. me even more. That, yeah, Coco. Coco is 4-3 and three and her entire team has been on IR. Like, go look at her team. It's oh, not. I, I play Coco bad. this week. This is a decisive game. Yeah. Um, if Coco wins this week, um, uh, against me, then I think she's very, very much in the in the mix. I mean, that would put her at five and three, and she she would have beat she would have swept the season series against me. So yeah, I think that would be a yeah. thing for sure. I think at the end of this week, you need a minimum of four wins, or you need to rebuild. I agree. You with need that. to be at least four and four or better. Or I agree with that because it's so to... tight. If you're three and five, it isn't going to happen. Yeah. So I'm um, going to quickly just hammer through real quick last week's um, matchups here. Uh, there was a lot of really close games. Again, with it being such a weird week, uh, a lot of unexpected things. Uh, I'm going to start start with. Uh, I think of the blowout game here. Adam against Sid. Adam moved seven. No, he put up 180 points. Remember last week when we thought Sid could upset him because he had Christian McCaffrey on by and he That's had. That's true. He had some matter. He had someone else on by. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' life. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, 43 points. Hey, fun fact: in another league, I have Daniel Jones and Aaron Rodgers. Guess hmm. what I did last week? Oh my God! Did you actually start Daniel Jones against Aaron Arizona Rogers? Cardinals? That is. Utter ridiculous. Against the Cardinals. I That's figured so there's dumb, a chance dude. he just throws all over them. He's looked great. Nope, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers wild. on my bench. But that is insane. Also, remember when we hoped Austin Eckler would die? Turns yeah. out Austin Eckler isn't going to die and he's going to continue die. to dominate. Yeah, I didn't know Melvin Gordon and so, would forget how to run. Yeah, no, if you had said beginning of the week, Christian McCaffrey, James Conner on by, and Freeman's getting ejected, yeah. I think we both take Sid in a heartbeat. And well, just that week was. Didn't happen. We've so, got to hurry up because I have plans later. Oh, I know. Sorry. Our next um, game we'll go to. Uh, we got the the garbage game, which was Hendo and Kieran. Yikes! <laughs> you finished with the worst and this second is like worst. This like the worst Pats Giants Super Bowl ever. Oh, uh, even worse than the one that the Pats lost because a ball got stuck to a helmet. No, that was the best. Pats yeah, that was really ever. good. I lost some money on um, that game. Like Brad, congrats, you won. I'm not really gonna say that much great about you. you scored 119 points. Um, but your team is probably better now because Emmanuel Sanders is on the 49ers. So that's a big plus. Yeah, no. And uh, I'm probably going to pick you later on this show. Yeah. Um, so, again, that was just a garbage game. Next up, we had Nick Martineau against Andrew Jameson. This was a surprising game. Um, I think we had Andrew Jameson winning this game. Did we? Nick Martineau, um, you know what? He had Patrick Mahomes. Oh, right. Because oh, it was yeah, after the Thursday nighter. Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes was yeah. injured. Phil Lindsay Jones had, happened. Phil Lindsay put up 4.2 points in the Thursday nighter. And Noah Fant had 1.7 points. And we looked and we all laughed and well, were like, there's no fucking way that he loses to Andrew well, what Jameson. What I don't get is how did we not foresee that Marvin Jones and the Rams defense would combine for 66 points. Right? We should have all seen this. Like, how many did... Like, Marvin Jones, 43 points. Like, when you have a game like that... Andrew's a Lions fan. (laughs) How did that feel? Actually, Andrew, let us know when you listen to this. How did it feel losing to Marvin Jones while cheering for Marvin Jones? It made him tilt trade for Kenny Gall. So, next up... uh, So, that was one of the tilts, for sure, for Jameson. Um, Another tilting game for everyone that's in the playoff race was Trevor against Jacob. Tell me how you felt going into Monday night, because you were stressing over time. I was stressing. I mean, I didn't think Robbie Anderson would do much, because Stefan Gilmore, but Robbie Anderson is a guy that only needs one catch to score 12 points. It was freaking stressful. Um, what did you I offer Trevor? To, oh, I offered Trevor I offered Trevor a first-round pick for Robbie Anderson, just so that he could leave that, that uh, spot blank. Um, he didn't decline or accept. Um, I'm unsure if he's ever logged into Sleeper. <laughs> um but uh, standing offer right now, Trevor, um, I'll still give you a, a first Trump pick for Robbie Anderson. Yeah, you know what? That would have been really nice to have Robbie Anderson. I knew it wasn't going to happen, but if Robbie Anderson, if he would have beat you and Trevor gets his first win there, how hard do you tilt? Uh, I would tilt hard. Like um, Again, I, this is actually incredible. This doesn't usually happen to me. All the pieces that I traded for have become 
studs yep. to the point where I went from planning to tank for the season to now I'm thinking about a playoff run. I mean, fucking Cousins. This whole thing is hilarious. Yeah. Oh. 27-29. Diggs had 142 yards. The Walrus had 32 fantasy points. Hunter Henry apparently is a tight end one overall. Uh, this is so funny. Yeah. I love it. And this. you still almost lost. I still almost lost. Um, I mean, Trevor had some ridiculous things. But you know what's funny about that? Trevor. You had the third highest score this week. Congrats. Way to Congrats, be 0-7 and still be making moves. There you go. Um, we'll go to uh, another tilting game here, probably for Lindsay. Team Mash. IR, the MASH unit, Mash. comes out and beats Lindsay 145-137. to 137. Um, Carson Wentz against – oh, God, I don't even want to get into that Cowboys game. Well, Wentz sucks, dude. Wentz – no, Wentz is great. Wentz the sucks. rest of the team, Wentz, what are Wentz, we Wentz doing? Wentz scored by 14 points from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, like I don't even understand how – yeah, no. Uh, and then can we get to my favorite game of the week? No. Which was nope. Tom against Austin. Uh, <laughs> David Montgomery. Two carries for six yards, one fumble, and one tackle. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Evan I'm Ingram, laying here dying. Evan Ingram against the Cardinals. The best. Probably I literally, I fired up end. Evan Ingram against the Cardinals, being like 20 points, season, here I come. Against the worst tight end defense, he had one catch for six yards, and backup tight end Rhett Ellison caught a 31-yard touchdown pass. You got a soundboard for that? Oh, God. Do you, know, do you want to hear the soundboards for? Oh, Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis. <laughs> we sat here yesterday being like, Dante Pettis is a real play this week. I don't know if you've you seen this yet. The oh, I, if you haven't seen it yet, Why I will personally the weather, send the tweet of I don't know who it was on the forty. No, it wasn't the forty. No, it's forty nine ers sliding, literally slip and slide ten <laughs> yards down the field trying to sack a guy. Now you don't have any excuse. So wet. You don't have an excuse. Uh, in my league, I was going to start Dante Pettis, and we talked about how much we were cheering for Dante Pettis, and then I looked at the weather and I benched him. Yeah, no. I mentioned in- for Geronimo Allison, who got 7.3 points, and I won by 2.5. So, yeah. way to go, Geronimo. Yeah, no. So, I would have been... Hey, you're saying Geronimo's a good asset? Should I trade for him? No. <laughs> Habib's going to kill me at the end of this podcast. But okay. no, and that was like... There were so many tilting things about that, because Sony Michelle, Like, I had a chance. Lev Bell only put up 8.6 points. Sony Michelle, Here's your here's your line. 19 for 42. That's not a good line. That is not nope. a good line. He gets three fucking touch, three fucking touchdowns. I was so mad. So like, are you kidding me? Jacoby Myers it was five for five for so forty-seven. Deep. Like, it's a two-point loss. And to top it all off, since I named my team after him, Kyler Murray against the Giants. What would be your over/under of points in that? Again, at least fifteen. Stop starting dudes in shit weather. It was at least fifteen points you scored. They should have thrown all over. He should be able to run all over them at least. Six point nine, six point. Anyways, nice. Point is, yeah, nice. a little bit of nice with the backwards nice. That was a bit of the recap. Um, if you want to flame the Buffalo Bills defensive team while you're at it, the Buffalo Bills defense. I bragged about it last week. I picked them up in every single league that I'm in. This one I didn't necessarily need them as much. But in my um, in my league and in another league that I'm in, I won a game by point or by two points, and I won a game by two point five points. And in each of them, I started the Buffalo Bills defense, who returned an onside kick for a touchdown with 30 seconds left, and single-handedly won me two games. Bless the Buffalo Bills defense. I cannot wait to start them against Carson fucking Wentz this week. They're going to put up another 20 points. Yeah, shout out the Bills. The Bills are going to move to Love 6 the and... Bills. Actually, I hope they lose this week, obviously, but I won't be surprised. They're 6-1. and one. They're going to be. Go Bills. Go I'm, Bills. I'm into it. Um, um, really, really fast power rankings. We've yeah. already probably given you a pretty good picture of it when we did the playoffs. Adam 1. Tom 2. That hasn't changed. Jacob, you move up to 3. I'm up to 3. Uh, which, again, for a team that's tanking... Top two scorer in you the know league what? two weeks in a row. Got Ty Johnson on the yep. team now. We move Lindsay down to Lindsay down four. to four. You lost uh, Marty. I think it's okay. five. So here's Good where it win. gets interesting. Marty, Sid, myself, Coco. What order do you want those in? I I, I would go personally. Yeah. I would go Marty, Sid, Coco, Austin. But you fought yeah. for yourself to get above. Yeah. Coco. So here's the deal: is that I think I still think Sid's better than Marty. And I think that I'm better than Coco because I beat her head-to-head. Both those games were head-to-head. Um, and I lost to Sid, and I believe I lost to Marty as well. So, 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, Marty said Austin Coco is what we have down here. Kieran moves down partially because of a rough, rough week. Also, yeah, carry on Johnson going carry down. On my wayward son. You're on the injured reserve. Uh, that was really, really high pitched. Yeah, that's Instead why there's just me going like this. To do that. You know, I could just. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. There are knees where you have none. Ugh, anyways, that's just depressing. <laughs> uh, Brad down at ten. Um, he retained his spot. I can't. Well, you know what? I guess I got to move him above Kieran. He did beat Kieran. Okay, I'm 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 moving Brad up to nine. Kieran down to ten. They have the same record. Brad just beat him. Fine. Pull respect yeah, on it. Fine. Um, Andrew, you're down at eleven. Trevor, I, I, come on. I got one thing to say. Hopefully, this is good. Hopefully that came off kind of decently because it sounded hilarious in here. Um. Okay. Really, really quick here. Waivers. Waivers. I spent 104 dollars on Ty Johnson. Defend yourself. Defend it. You want to criticize me first, or do I defend it? You know what? Here's the thing. I'm not going to criticize you for it. Like here, you probably didn't have to spend more than what was the closest. Well, I could have got him for 46. I didn't know that going in. But even still, again. People ask me early in the season, why are you spending so much of your fab money in Dynasty? There's only going to be so many impact players that are on the waivers. Like, there are guys that we picked up here. Ola, Ola BC Johnson went for $12. Like, there's no way he's even on a roster anywhere else except Dynasty. So if there's a guy that you think can make an impact into your season, why not drop it? I saw so many places out there, especially in Dynasty, that said drop every last dollar you had. I, I originally, funny enough, my original bid was going to be 170 and I had 170 And then I took that down a little bit. I mean, here are my thoughts on it. Um, what are the t- what's the point of saving fab money in any fantasy league? It's so that you get a backup running back when the starting running back gets hurt. Okay, now I get Ty Johnson isn't the elite handcuff, but you know where the elite handcuffs are? On people's benches. Yep. Alexander Madison, Tony Pollard, um, Jalen Samuels, uh, Latavius Murray, um, Bonifon, Reggie Chase Bonifon. Edmonds, Reggie Bonifon. All of these dudes... Uh, are, are on rosters. So there's only about 10 or 12 backup running backs that are there. And half of them are in shit offenses, right? So I'll put it to you this way. If someone offered you a trade and they offered you carry on Johnson for this season and, and then you have to drop him at the end of next season, what would you give up for that? If he was playing? What would I give up for carry on for just Last this one week, season? Last week, before you got injured, what would you have given up if you got oh, carry on Johnson and you had to trade him at the end of the year? Oh, why? Exactly. So right now, I'm not saying Ty Johnson is carry on Johnson, but I think Ty Johnson is he's eighty percent the player of carry on Johnson, and I would say there's at least a sixty percent chance that he gets a pretty similar workload to carry on Johnson. Put those together, that's like a fifty percent chance, fifty percent of the value of carry on Johnson. That's at least willing to spend some fab on. So I don't have a problem with it. I think he has an upside to be an RB2 for the rest of the season. At least I didn't spend it on Marquis Lee. Lastly, we spent $88 for one damn week of Wayne Gullman. I can't spend $104 for the whole season. Ty Johnson, get out of here. Yeah, that's the thing is, uh, Jameson, when we invite you on the podcast, you're going to have to go after, it wasn't Jameson, Brad, we'll have to get you to come after Jacob on this one because I have to agree. Like, I, I didn't have that much money, but I don't think I put in quite that. I put in $40. Like, I thought that, Tom's 45, like, that's where I thought it would end up being, but I don't blame you for going in and saying, I'm going to get this guy. Like, that's how I felt about Kenny Stills in a bunch of redraft leagues this yeah. week because I put in whatever I thought was just enough. I put in between $20 and $30 and $100. I dropped $11.30 a.m. last Sunday for Geronimo Allison because I wanted to bench Dante Pettis. If, if I didn't win solely because of that, be I would have lost my fucking mind. I mean, yeah. I wish I just started Kenny Stills instead yeah. of Geronimo fucking Allison. Fuck Geronimo um, Allison. Here's, here's the funny one, okay? Remember a few minutes ago when we roasted Nick Martineau for not spending any fab? Remember how we also said that he has Patrick Mahomes and pretty much on injured? <laughs> so, guess what? Marty put in a bid for Matt Moore. What did he bid? Zero dollars. Nick Martin, we're going to give you a quick lesson. So you can, <laughs> when you put a bid in, you can add money to it to make it more successful. So uh, Lions in 2840, a.k.a. Jameson, got him for $31. So if you would have spent $32 of your $200 you have left, you would have Matt Moore this week, which would mean you'd have a second starting quarterback. So actually, you would have won that if you had $33 left, but you didn't. Um, and so, yeah, $31 for Jameson. I think that's a good pick. 
uh, old BC Johnson. I was hoping to snag for six bucks, uh, $12. Uh, Jameson gets them for $1 more. I think that's a great, great pickup. I get JD McIsaac for cheap and Matt Schwab, uh, Tom picked up, uh, Matt Ryan looks like he's going to play, yeah. but, um, yeah, no, it. it's mostly Marty learn how waivers work. If you need some help, I'll give you a hand, <laughs> but $102, uh, I think that $104, I think that's quite, quite a good pickup for somebody that's going to play for you the rest of the season. So, uh, quick picks, upcoming games. Wait, wait, we, we got one more section here. Oh, guess what? We got a new drop for it. Oh, it's your favorite segment here. It's Tradesaurus Rex, where we talk about the latest trades because we love a good Tradesaurus Rex. And there was only one trade here, uh, and shocker, Jacob's a part of it. So before we get I didn't into this, want to make this one. we are going to get into a lot more trades. There is some stuff brewing. I, Lindsay is currently blowing up my phone about a trade we had in place that Jacob's trying to hijack. Uh, so yeah, next week, uh, hijack Lin- is in give you fair value. Yeah. Lindsay, we might have to have you on the podcast next week. So you and Jacob can really fight over this trade. Yep. Um, I have no problem screwing my, uh, my division mates specifically. So Kieran and Habib, like if I screw you along the way, that's only better for me because I need to win the division. Is that how you feel about Adam and Coco? They're um, friends out of the fantasy oh, yeah. world, but if you can kill them here, you're good. For kill sure. Them. Especially and I, Adam. And I'm just saying, I can't I can't wait till you actually lose to Adam this week because on Monday you can own all six of my all seven of my first round picks. Without giving you Michael Thomas? No. Exactly. I'm not giving up Michael Thomas, I don't think. So there was one trade. Michael this Thomas week. for seven first round picks? Probably not. That's insane. <laughs> anyway, so our uh, we had one trade this week. Uh Jacob, uh, how did you feel about it while I pull it up here? Um, for those of you that are unaware or you didn't read, that was Todd Gurley and Kenny Galladay was traded to Andrew Jameson for John Brown, Will Fuller, and a couple of first-round picks, his 2020 and his 2021, on a team that's 2-5. and five. Um, Jacob, the floor is yours. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't want to make this trade. Like, I, I, I actually, I was in... Um, I had sort of gone out of tank mode, and I am currently trying to um, to to build a bit of a playoff contender here. So, like, a lot of my picks are available. Um, these two, not really. Um, like, Andrew, I, I get I, – I mean, so I'll try and provide Andrew's perspective that he provided to me. His thoughts are he plays Tom this week. They're in the division. If you can beat Tom this week, that puts him within one game of Tom, gives him the head-to-head win, and he would have a chance at the playoffs. I mean, I'm looking at it as the, this league is so packed in records. There are so many teams at four and three and three and four that it's going to be hard from, I mean, he's two and five right now at worst. You have to finish, I think seven and six to get in the playoffs. Minimum. So if he doesn't go seven and six, or if he doesn't go five and one, five and one the rest of the way, the rest of the way, then it's at worst the sixth overall pick. And I mean, right now, the season ended today, it would be the second overall pick. So I get that in 2020, his team is old. And so I get his picks in 2021 for Todd Gurley. Uh, I wanted to dump him as soon as I got him. Um, Kenny, Kenny Galladay crushes me. But the way this trade went basically is, so last week I offered him Todd Gurley for John Brown on a first. He turned that down. He wanted Galladay. And I said, I really don't want to move Galladay. What would you offer? At that point, he offered me Will Fuller, Matt Breida, and a second. Or, no, he offered me Will Fuller, John Brown, and a second for uh, Todd Gurley and Kenny Galladay. And I was like, hell no. You pushed that up to two firsts? I was like, hell no. Then the next, then this week, he texted me again. He was like, um, he was like, oh, like, I, I want to make a deal. And I was like, okay, well, I offered you Gurley for Brown in the first last week. Do you want to do that? And he was like, I really want Galladay. And I was like, again, I'm not moving Galladay. He was like, what would it take? And so I jokingly sent him an offer, which was the two firsts. And I was like, I sent you an offer. I assume you won't take it, but that's my price for Galladay. I'm not moving it. And then he said, oh, if you hadn't pulled it, I would have pressed accept. And I said, I didn't pull it. Press accept. <laughs> and then he pressed accept. So here's, here's one little tidbit about fantasy football you should all probably know if you don't already. Uh, taking advantage of the homer pick. So here's the deal. Jacob, in reality... Would you have traded, say, he, I'm, actually, I can't do this to you. It'll break your heart again. But if Andrew Luck was available and playing, would you have, would you have taken over that? Would you, what would you, T.Y. Hilton. That's T.Y. a piece old. you would love in reality. Jacob's not the great example, but if you can take it. Marlon Mack, Mack, Marlon Mack for me. I have Marlon Mack, 
Um, is luckily, he more or less untouchable? There's 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 no opportunity to get Marlon Mack. No one. You're not getting him. Because I especially love owning the running back of my favorite team because cheering for my running back equates to me cheering for them to get ahead so that they can run him. Um, Marlon Mack is untouchable. Um, I've had people inquire. I've told them that I think that Marlon Mack is a top 10 running back dynasty asset. I know that that doesn't make any sense. I don't care. I love him. I love the Mack attack. No one gets him. And that's my point is if you can take advantage of fandoms, if you can move some Lions to Jameson, if you can move some uh, – I mean, I'd say you can move some Ravens to Tom, but he has them all. But you move some Pats to Brad. You got uh, – Daniel Jones is a perfect example. He was taken in the sixth round because well, Marty – No, like he – you know, I still think he's a top – like rest, like I would have traded a first for Daniel Jones. I think he's a great long-term play, play in Dynasty. But no, I I think if you can take advantage of people's fandoms, like you did here with Kenny G, nothing nothing wrong with that. So we're gonna move on to our week ahead, look ahead here. Um, and so we're gonna start off here with uh, the I'm gonna call it the game of the week, and you can disagree with me if you want. But that's me and Adam. <laughs> It's the game of the week because I think I can win. And if I win this, I'm competing this year. And if I don't win, if I give Adam his first loss of the season, that means I'm competing this year. And uh, Jacob thinks I have zero hope in hell of winning this game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only by projections unfavored by about nine points. Well, if it's on sleepers projections, then it can't proje- possibly be wrong. Their projections aren't usually that terrible. It's their tracking during the game. But I, I think I have a legitimate chance here. Um, I like a lot of my matchups this week. Uh, I think that Kyler Murray against New Orleans is going to be a shootout, uh, especially if Drew Brees comes back. Like They're going to have to throw the ball against New Orleans. Um, Michael Thomas against Arizona, opposite thing. Uh, Tyree Kill, if they can get him the ball against Green Bay, that'll be another shootout. So there's a lot of really positive game scripts here. Um, and I mean, yeah, um, Adam has some good plays, but I don't think it'll be... I think it'll be close, and I think I can pull this off. You're obviously taking Adam. It's not even close. Yes. Um, Kyler Murray on the road against New Orleans. Uh, Carson's going to destroy. Dave Montgomery sucks. Tyreek Hill, I would be nervous about with Matt Moore. Uh, Michael Just Thomas is going to be fine, but he does get Patrick Peterson, so I don't think it's it's as gimme of a, of a matchup as we'd think. Uh, Evan Ingram, great. Adam Humphreys, um, Latavius Murray, I mean, that's, that's where it really depends. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Kamara plays, Latavius Murray is garbage. If he doesn't play, then Latavius Murray is a top five running back play this week. Metcalf, sure. Stafford, I mean, your guys are fine, but like, dude, it's Adam. Yeah. Okay. So next game, we've got Sid and the Cheese and Packers, Sid and Chris, sorry, and the Cheese and Packers against Brad Henderson's underperformers. Uh, I've got Sid, she's currently favored heavily, but I just, I like her team here. I think there's a lot, of, especially with Calvin Ridley and Sanu being split up. She's got a lot of talented pieces on here, and I just think she'll win this game and take that. I think she's going 2-0 and the next few weeks, and I don't think I think she's going to take that lead over Marty again. I will take Brad here. Mm-hmm. Um, Melvin Gordon is t- is dust. Um, McLaurin is great, but going against Xavier Rhodes, Delaney Walker might not even play, so it, it's I'm not sure. I guess she could start TJ Hawkinson at tight end. That's not great. Um, Tyler Lockett, good matchup, but... Uh, they might just win by 30, and then they might not throw. Tariq Cohen, I'm not a fan of. Um, maybe DD. I'm not really into him, but he seems to be putting up more points than I think every week. But I don't know. I, I This will be close. I think this is another close it's matchup. It's a close yeah. matchup. I wouldn't be shocked at this one either way. Um, next up, we've got, uh, not Brad, Andrew Jameson against Tom Tipple. Uh, this is Andrew's one going all in. Andrew's going all in for this, and guess what? I'm picking Tom. Yep. Yeah. I think we're both going to pick Tom here. Yeah. Um, there, a couple a of freaking monster. Yeah, there's but uh, again the Camara thing could really uh, change things, and he does have his the Ravens on by this week, so which a week could to hurt. beat Tom. This is the week. Yeah, and so uh, I think I still I still see Tom winning this, but if Camara doesn't play, Jameson, that's your opportunity. Yeah, I think the big thing that hurts Jameson is he's got two Eagles, Ertz and Jeffrey, going against Buffalo, which is yeah, top be tough. top top defense. Uh, next up, we've got Jacob against Coco. Uh, Jacob, you're going to win this game. Team IR isn't going to be ready to go. There's uh, David Johnson's questionable. Oh, boy, would I ever love if David Johnson didn't play. And you got Chase I mean, Edmonds. I got Chase Edmonds. So it goes I, – I don't get why they would um, 
play uh, David Johnson at this point. Like, get a, get the dude healthy, fuck. There's no one else on Coco's team to even play, like, at this point. She can't really boost her lineup, so I think you get that. In the last Only game starting here, Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and good. the last game, the Battle of New York, we've got Giants homer, Kieran Hall play against it. Giants homer, mm-hmm. um, Nick Martineau. Uh, Kieran. So you're taking Kieran? Uh, yeah, no Mahomes, um, no Cooper. That's a loss. Um, what's going to be better, this game or the New York Giants performance this week? <laughs> Probably not the Giants performance this week. Alexa, can you play New York State of Mind? <laughs> no, Alexa can't. Okay. Yeah, no, Kieran's going to win this week. Um, so that's what we've got. Um, we have a weekly water bet. Will you guys let us know what Jacob's going to pour on me that isn't that sticky? Because I'm very furry and I don't like sticky things on my fur. Uh, and we're going to end this off. Uh, today, I'm going to take the rant of the week okay. uh, about something I'm very passionate about. So I'm going to put one minute on the clock for myself. Uh, I'll tell you guys the uh, the subject matter here. It's pretty simple. Uh, it's why kickers are stupid in fantasy football. Okay? And here we go. So kickers being stupid in fantasy football comes down to one thing. Jacob, what round do you draft your kicker in? Uh, the last round. Why? Because kickers don't matter. Exactly. Do you play kicker matchups? Do you switch your kicker every week in any league? Absolutely. Yeah. Home favorites. Home favorites. Really? Here's the things I want. I want a kicker that might be attached to a good offense. But we don't know what a given offense is. We switch our defenses all the time because we know who the Dolphins are playing and we know whoever else is playing. But a kicker's entire goal of scoring fantasy points isn't to be on a Patrick Mahomes-led offense because then you're only getting one point for the point after. It's to find an offense that's just good enough to get into the red zone, but not good enough to score. And guess what? There is no correlation between any kind of statistical thing to figure out what kickers are actually good at things, right? We saw it last year. Cody Cody Parkey goes on a double doink, and he had been a great kicker, and now he's dead to the world because he missed one field goal, which was tipped by the Eagles, which just goes to prove that kickers are garbage. There is nothing statistical about them, and all fantasy football comes down to is a last week. No, I did not lose to a kicker last week. I've actually, sorry, on that note, we're going to go over an extra 30 seconds. Somebody called me out for saying I lost to a kicker. No, do not remember last year when I won a game against you because I had Kai fucking fucking Fairbairn and I scored 21 (sighs) points. You lost your mind. I loved that and I was in favor of it. Fantasy football comes down to how well you go out there and you plan and you play the statistics and you play the odds to be able to find things in your favor. And kickers do not play in your odds. I'm a stats major. Fuck that. Fuck kickers. And that's all for today's rant. Right. Why don't you just do the easily predictable thing and get onside kicks returned for touchdowns? <laughs> yeah, because that happens every single week. Trust so, the process. Trust the process. This time we kept it under an hour. You know, we want to say thank you to all you guys out thank there. Uh, it's been a lot of fun doing this. Uh, I'm going to start bugging you guys about Minneapolis and about money. A couple of you have been doing that. Speaking of which, you have somebody's money for me. Yeah, Adams. I have Adam's money. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been a really awesome time. for one promoter just found me on Snapchat. That's, That's really creepy. So, uh, you know what? Take care this week. Uh, wish you all the best of luck. Except you, Adam. Fuck you, Adam. Fuck the Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. Anybody wants. Andrew Jameson's 2020 first round pick. Well, yours. I love it. Take him. Hey, well, that is all. Take care, guys. It is October 23rd. We wish you all the best. Take care. Good luck. Clear eyes, full hearts. Pet loose. See ya.